The Netherlands is the only country to have eaten their prime minister. Johan de Witt ruled for nearly 20 years before he was killed in what is called the disaster year of 1672. Together with his brother Cornelis, he was set upon by a pro-monarch mob, shot, strung up and at least partially eaten. No one was ever arrested for this cannibalism, and it is suspected that Willem of Orange incited the mob. Welcome to Two Thirds Focused. Or maybe a more focused today. I'm Rasmus. And I'm Red. And I hate Snapes. And I'm Gadler. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Welcome, Gadler. Thank you. How are you? Doing well. Thank you. Thank you. Good. Just. So I guess not many people actually know your name. Probably you not. Yeah. Here <laughs> to give sort of the short version of who you are in the Makerverse, Interverse. Sure. I am... And what you do and all of those kinds of things. Yeah. I am Blackbeard Projects uh, on YouTube. I've been making videos for quite some years now, maybe four or five. Uh, maker, maker channel. So I do many kind of things. Uh, yeah, that's all. That's me. <laughs> no, that's a bit short. You're, you're saying yeah, yourself yeah. short. Very I mean, short. Very short. You're, no, you're, I mean, you're a very successful YouTuber and maker in the community. You're very respected and loved one. You make incredible stuff, uh, mostly out of metal, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, true. Thank you. And yeah, and it's great to have you here. Thank you very much. So, that brings us, what, what did we do this week? Rasmus, you want to start? For once. Or would you want to give our guest the honor of what he's been up to this week? We can let Gardner go ahead. Sure. So this week I upgraded one of my homemade tools. Actually, the tool that I use pretty much the most is the belt grinder. Uh, working mainly with metal, the belt grinder is just the best tool in the workshop. Yeah. And so what happened is I found a nice big three-phase motor, like a five horsepower one. Nice. Uh, That's a golf cart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty big. It's like 30 kilos. And Damn. It's a nice upgrade from the one I have I had installed previously. That was like a one and a half horsepower, something like that. So yes, I went through the process of mounting the new motor and making the contact wheel and since it's three phase this time i also got a vfd so i can control the speed of the motor yeah nice. cool yeah you even got one that goes backwards or only the frequency adjustment thing yeah i can also go backwards but uh like i made external switches and knob mm. to control the speed so dust and things don't go in the WFD and I did not wire a switch for the backwards because I mean you don't need it often but yeah I don't know never felt the need for backward yeah. grinding <laughs> and just for the fun <laughs> yeah. just if you want to eat sparks and dust I mean that's exactly. <laughs> nice shower yeah like the equivalent of the sawdust like the, the man glitter you, you got the sparks flying yeah and looking at that um, nice little motor addition, um, I, I was asking myself when I saw the video today, it's just like, okay, now I'm waiting for him to like take a complete steel beam and just 
push it through that grinder. <laughs> so, should I really carry that out? Nah, just grind it down. <laughs> that thing won't stop. Like the size comparison to the grinder before that, it's huge. Yeah, it's quite a big motor, like five horsepower for a, for a bad grinder, I think is going to be more than enough anytime. I think mine has uh, one and a half horsepower. And that, that feels like plenty. I, I'm not yeah. stopping that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not aerosoling steel bars, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it's plenty. Yeah, to be honest, one and a half horsepower is plenty. I never really felt the need to have more power, but I found the motor and it was very cheap at the thrift store. So I thought, you know. Wait, wait, wait. wait. You found a five horsepower motor at a thrift store? Yeah. <laughs> we don't have those kinds of thrift stores here in Norway. No, I know, I know. It's weird. Like, uh, you know, in thrift stores where uh, if they keep something for like a month or two months uh, and then don't sell it, they start lowering the price. Yeah. 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 So I saw that and it was full price. And the month after it was half the price. Like I knew no one was ever going to buy a five horsepower motor. <laughs> so I just <laughs> left it there. And then eventually I got it for like 50 euro. So, wow. Yeah. Wow. That's no, good. Think, yeah. <laughs> that's probably, that's probably worth about the same as the um, copper inside the motor. <laughs> Might be. Yes. <laughs> Scrap value. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Good. What about your res? Oh, it, it is my turn. Yeah, it is now. Yeah. Uh, so I I looked at an apartment in Oslo. Ooh, nice. Sort of. Uh, it's long, complicated story, but the short of it is that uh, my nan has been diagnosed with dementia, and she has an apartment in the basement that has been empty for a couple of years, a decade nearly, I think. What kind of basement? The one with no windows and a lot of internet connections, or well, it's a yeah, no, it's one? a Soviet bunker basically. No, oh, okay. it's uh, <laughs> no, it's 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 been thirty something square meters, mm -hmm. uh, so it's not big, at least not compared to. I mean, I have a living room currently that's at sixty square meters, so yeah. a little bit of a downsizing. Yeah, uh, but the reason for all of this is like one thing: she's getting old and dementia and all of that, so having someone in the house a bit more often is a good thing. Uh, but also I'll, I'll, I got into a makerspace in Oslo, industrial makerspace that has power hammer and tools and all of the fun stuff. Ooh, and I'll probably do a lot of teaching out of there Ooh. coming like from March, I think. That's really soon. Nice. That is, yeah, yeah I mean, that is uh, really I soon. I have mates coming on Saturday. Like before, so when this podcast is out, I'll probably have moved the workshop already. You're the same is that helped you f moving your first your workshop the first time, like two months ago? Six months ago. Six and hours, yes, was it? <laughs> and yes, their short-term memory is probably as bad as you think at the moment. Yeah, I just want to say that they, they have worse memory than you. <laughs> it's... Uh, the, the, the strange thing happens where I, I just stand still and steel accumulates around me in so many various different shapes and sizes and purposes and all yeah, of that. Yeah, that's the thing mm -hmm. that happens to blacksmiths. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's a disease. Yeah, probably. Can't be cured, though. But, you have to deal with no, it. No, no, I'll, I'll probably die of it. No, no, yeah. Not as long as he has <laughs> friends that help him move that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so well, pizza party uh, again soon. 
that's what what yes. you're you're, yeah. you're saying. I, I, and and they they probably won't have eaten for the week before they come, but just to make <laughs> pay. <laughs> yep. Uh, cool. But yeah, no. So it's it's gonna Saturday is gonna be a long day. Uh, I have I have probably a ton of steel in just in bar stock and plates. Wow. And then there's five anvils, five leg vices. I have. Sure more tools than that and then there's all the laser cut materials that's probably a couple hundred kilos 300 kilos yeah so usually yeah. yeah yeah i mean that's gonna be fun yeah <laughs> at least at least for them because like <laughs> i mean it's not like i'm used to carrying that much weight all the time but like i know how much my anvil weigh i know i can sort of move it around they haven't really done that much so i'll let them experience that mm-hmm Wow. Being so kind and benevolent <laughs> as I am, <laughs> or something. I don't know. Good luck to uh, them. Yeah. And uh, apart from that, it's the regular thing of getting orders out. Uh, doing the last push of marketing for the roses today, sent out the marketing emails and all of that. And I start to get knife orders in, more for more chef's knives. So I need to get on with that at some point in all of this madness that's going on. So, yeah. Fun stuff. I mean, I can't. I can't sit still. Apparently, no, you can't. But, but if you find a, a nice place and and is a better, even better, a place uh, to teach, a place for work with all the equipment that you need, it's 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 a win. So I can say this though: uh, the rent for the apartment and the workshop will be less than what I'm currently renting for the house and the workshop here, and mm-hmm. it will be in Oslo's city proper and there will be 33 kilos propane included a month and welding gas and welding wire nice so that's a good thing yeah I, I'm really lucky I get a really good deal out of this all together does it have like a walk-in area which you can also like double as a little bit of a shop selling stuff out of uh, no not really okay. uh, I'll I get like uh, certain square meters on the floor mm-hmm. that I can do almost whatever I want with. And I'll big build up some shelves and workbenches or work tables there. Uh, it won't be a lot of space. And considering that I also need sort of a packaging area and all of that to store just cardboard, um, I'll probably be a bit tight on space. But luckily, they also have like a pallet rack that I can rent space out of. So, I mean, I'll manage. It's just a matter of how much pallet space do I need to pay extra for in addition to the, just the workshop? But we'll figure that out. And you will be in Oslo, nice. so less traveling to go to the dance, see your friends and all of that, right? Yeah, I feel a lot of beer and sore feet coming up yeah, in my future. Yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah, good. Yep. <laughs> how about you, though, Red? Uh, not much this week. Um, I have uh, was kind of forced to... Uh, put everything on on hold for the week because of the apartment that we are buying. Um, oh yeah! I needed to go there the other day, and uh, the owner was kind enough to to meet me there, so I, I, I could just take some measurement measurement yeah uh, to all the stuff, uh, mainly um, furniture, uh, washing machine, because that's kind of a uh, a must-have, especially when you have a kid. 
um, yep. and, <laughs> yeah. and and so yeah, I need to, I need to go there and to measure uh, the the doors, the walls, the rooms, and and everything, and and have a quick look, a second look. Uh, it was not a second visit, but a, one more look to the apartment to see what uh, what uh, needed to be done, like the the paints up on the walls or small repairs and stuff. And it's actually in, in pretty good shape, so uh, not much to do. Uh, aside from um, paint, and the wife was like, "Oh, it's it's even better than in my memories." So I was like, "Yeah, that's 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 a win." If she remembers uh, it a certain way, and when she goes there, she happily surprised. It's it's yeah, it's it's just a good thing. H happy wife, happy life. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, and happy husband as well because I ordered a freaking huge TV, which is just ridiculously <laughs> big. So I'm happy about that as well, and the kiddo is that, as well. That kind of big where you need to put the sofa on the outside of the house. Almost. I mean, the, t the TV is bigger than my wife, so that's, it's taller than the, when you take the diagonal uh, length of the TV. It, it's taller than my wife is. Wait, wait, wait was that a mom joke? <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, yeah, I was not. looking for that one somewhere in there. No, 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 no. So ridiculously big TV is ordered, washing machine is ordered. Um, I'm I'm working on the paint uh, and on the furniture because I, we we need a bed. Also, because we don't have a bed, that's what the only uh, thing that we don't have actually. So we really need to to find a bed, uh, and we want a big one, so not like the 140 centimeters. We want just a bigger one um, for the sake of it. So it has to be ordered and all that stuff. And it's freaking expensive to buy a bed right now. Uh, I don't know why, but maybe it's always been that expensive. But we we are kind of surprised by the prices I heard, I heard makers can build beds yeah but i'm not that kind of maker i don't do woodworking steel I'm, you have a you have a glue gun for metal come on yeah i could do that that, yeah, that that's and, right uh, yeah but if he starts talking about making a bed from like leather and steel people are gonna that's gonna raise some <laughs> eyebrows <laughs> <laughs> probably as, as long as he doesn't put it in a german dungeon i think he'll be safe <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I could do that. That, that that's for sure. Um, but I don't want to, to be honest. I, yeah, I, fair enough. I just want to. I will probably build a lot of the other furniture that we need, especially for the workshop, the leather workshop that I will, I will, I will put in there. So all the tables, workshop bench, and 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 uh, storage area will have to be done uh, in a certain way. Um, so I will probably do that. But when it comes to the bed, if we want, I, my my back is pretty bad already, um, so I just want a good, comfortable, big bed. So um, yeah, there's that. And other than that, uh, I've I've not done much this week because uh, I broke the car. <laughs> no. It it passed the the MOT on. Uh, was it was it Monday morning? Uh, it passed the, 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 that's which, good which, that's doesn't, good. which doesn't really speak for the MOT. It's like, yeah, no, you no, passed no. with flying colors to drive out of that. So it passed the test. Everything was super fine. I got the paper, the stamp on it. It was okay. The the car, it's done. So I took the car. Uh, put some gas in it. Uh, even uh, pressure washed it with the all the bubbles and the stuff. It was pristine. Never you removed the protective enough. rust. 
Yeah, I did everything. <laughs> it was perfect. Went back home, had lunch, uh, and then took the car uh, to go fetch the kid uh, at school. So I backed up uh, in the street, and when I put the first gear, it just broke. It it was like couldn't couldn't move anymore. Uh, the 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 so yeah, uh, I, it was a kind of all kind of troubles. You've been repairing that thing for how many weeks or months? Months, months. Uh, so I was like, oh fuck, uh, what's happening again? Uh, took a quick look at it, and it's only a freaking small. Uh, part looking like an arm uh, and linking the um, the the stick the the knob the lever the gear thing gear shift gear stick yeah whatever mm -hmm. you want to call it to the gearbox so it's uh, like cent five centimeters piece of steel that broke uh, didn't the top of it break that's a the top of, of it no not, okay, not that, that one not that one not that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was something different, else. Different so, car? And that's that's one part that I didn't check that isn't, it's not checked um, during the, the MOT inspection. That's so, something you don't expect to break a gear shifter. Absolutely, yeah. You just have to wait for it to break in order to know that it was about to break. So good thing I was not on the on the highway uh, at that time. It was... It was just in front of the house. Um, so I will get the part on next Monday. Uh, it will take five minutes to change, but it's just like bad luck. Um, so I took the other car to go fetch the kid at school. And when I wanted to open it to get back home, the key broke. <laughs> I couldn't open the freaking car. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I have been unlucky with the cars this week, uh, but I'm, I'm working on it. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be okay. So it, yeah, it sounds, it sounds like your life this week has been just a cartoon. It, yeah, pretty much so, pretty much so. So and and I went in the uh, furniture stores today all day long to just take a look at at little beds, sofas, and stuff. So yeah, it's been a long long week, but but yeah, progress always good. Yeah. And you've not been the only one that didn't have luck with cars this week. You too? <laughs> yeah. So oh, where do I start? Wednesday was the last recording. So let's start by Thursday. I received a call in the morning from the local police department. Oh. If I could please stop by at my car. There's been a little accident. <laughs> oh. So mm -hmm. I walked to the um, parking space where my, my car is parked, which is for the people living here. And the lady that tried to park into the parking spot, well, kind of misjudged the space and hit my car mm -hmm. while parking. It's a few scratches on the on the rear bumper, uh, but it is there's a couple of factors with it. It's a company car, what which means it's a leasing car. Yeah, that means the insurance it has to go run over the insurance, and also I mean it was good that the lady called the police because that's some, something they must do. Mm -hmm. Uh, the other part is I work for a Japanese company, so the kind of paperwork I have because of those few scratches is just mm. insane. Also, because it has to go to the official BMW place, I had to make an appointment, drive the car there, which also I did this week. Uh, they did a whole forecast because they get something to appraise the damage. Then they give it to a, um, what do you call it, a lawyer? because they automatically involve a lawyer, which is standard procedure for them. Today I got the quotation. So it's two and a half thousand euros for a couple of scratches in the rear bumper, Holy which tells shit. you everything you need to know about freaking BMW. Yeah. <laughs> because it's literally, it's not even replacing it. It's 
taking it apart, repainting it and putting it back on. And I'm like, yeah, that's going to go over well with the insurance of the other person that like basically made the mistake They're they're probably going to go against that, which I don't have to care with that. I just have to do a ton of paperwork. Also, there's like a kind of an improvement letter, an accident report we have to fill out, which also includes, and this is from my company side, which includes what I can do better the next time so it doesn't happen. <laughs> and, I have, and I have to fill that one out. And my car got hit already like three times from yeah, other people trying to park. Like that's like the, the, the third time this is happening. But they're actually for like the last time I left it empty and somebody wrote me from Japan. It's like, well, we still need the answer what you can improve about the situation. I'm like, well, I have a great idea. You guys can pay me a private garage. Yeah. <laughs> because I get so mad about that shit. Yeah. Did you send you an answer to that? Oh, no, 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 no. no. And, and, I'm not I, surprised. And I didn't write it. <laughs> I, I might do it if they come again this time, but yeah, yeah they, they know that I can get sour about that. Yeah, so that, that was Thursday. Um, what was Friday? Friday was actually not too bad. Um, Friday, I did, my wife and I started drinking alcohol again because we always, for the month of January, don't drink till like mm -hmm. the last weekend. That's the same part where I realized that I am freaking getting old because we had like two glasses of sparkling wine, like going out for the whole evening and some wine in the evening to drink. And I already slept like shit. I wasn't drunk, but I just didn't <laughs> sleep well. So I realized Saturday morning that it's like, okay, it's, I don't even know if it's still worth the hassle. Sucks to be you. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, but then I decided I need a little bit of fresh air and um, the weather was actually not too bad. So I did a um, bicycle tour with my e-bike. Yeah. A nice one. A buddy with mine came with me, uh, which was a lot of fun because he doesn't have an e-bike. He has a normal mountain bike. So we did an 80 kilometer tour with 550 meters of height difference or just mm -hmm. incline. Yeah, that, that, that was fun. I, I had to go a little bit slower a couple of times, but he kept up really well to the to the fun where I was making fun of him. Like he was just going up the hill with his mountain bike and it's like, oh, that's a steep incline. And I'm like, yeah, I actually had to like get my support one click higher to, to, to not break a sweat. <laughs> and he's just next to me. He's like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. No, but that was fun. Yep. And you went Sun to some very cool places as well. The the picture you sent us saw, uh, from exactly. the castle, it's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, so Sunday morning, uh, my wife usually goes to the sauna because we have like a wellness place close by. And um, so she has a like a membership card to go there. And I decided to use the time to go for a hike because I woke up at five o'clock in the morning for Why? some weird reason. I don't know. I asked myself the same thing, but I was Why? awake. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, so um, I did, we did that, or I did that. So I went for a nice, a nice hike in the Stuttgart area uh, for solitude and did like a 10 kilometer hike there, which was nice because I was early there, um, nine o'clock, 9.15, something like that. I arrived at the parking spot there, started my hike, and I was way past the castle and everything and on my way back, or the palace, on my way back when the whole Sunday um, walking people arrive let's call them just people because <laughs> freaking eight people like tons of wives with kinder wagons like taking up the whole street and people standing in the middle of the road talking to each other and you're just like running around them and just like too many people let me go back let me get back yeah, yeah. But, like, I mean, t t 10 kilometers that's that's a fairly good hike yeah 
That was nice. It was about mm, a little bit less than two hours, one and a half. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And it's mainly paved or like those forest roads. So it's not like actually climbing up stuff. So that was more, ah, it was it was count. more like a nice walk. But it felt good. Fresh air, a little bit of movement. Cool. Yeah. Yep. So that that was Sunday. Um, yeah, other than that, on Monday, just the same with the car stuff. I, I did prepare more stuff. Um, I, I know I've been talking about it for a couple of weeks now. I've been preparing more and more stuff for my videos. Mm -hmm. So I've been working mm -hmm. up that list. Uh, and I swore to myself that I'm going to make a project, finish it, and then do the next one. That being told, I think I have, I'm now up to five or six projects at the same time that I'm working on. Visual. <laughs> yeah. Not filming yet, just preparation stage. And yeah, one of them I'm filming already. And it's, I was the crazy one. Yeah. And um, remember, you guys, I told you about a project I want to do where I don't have enough space. Uh, it turns out that my yes. parents are going to go on vacation for about two weeks. And uh, my dad uh, also had issues with his car. So it's going to be in the, um, at a garage to, mm -hmm. get to get worked on. And um, they've taken the other one to go on vacation. So I have a garage <coughs> where two cars fit for myself for two weeks. Nice. And I have a key to the house of my parents. Nice. <laughs> since I'm doing fiberglass and I'm also going to, um, I have to, uh, how do you call that? Uh, basically grind some fiberglass down. They're probably going to kill me if they come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I have a heated space for about two weeks. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice, one nice. week for working, one week for cleaning. That's my estimate at the moment. I mean, and, and remember, it's always easy, easier to get uh, forgiveness than permission. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But is it going to be uh, epoxy resin or the, the bad stuff? Oh, yeah. It's, 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 it's going to be it's going to be epoxy resin and fiberglass. But better than polyester yeah. resin because that smells like terribly. Oh, yeah, that, that's horrible if you, you actually send it down. Yeah. No, but there's still going to be a lot of sanding. Then there's going to be some fairing. There's going to be some, um, uh, how do you call it, polishing happening. But yeah, the, the sanding is going to be the thing that I'm going to be afraid of most. So I'm glad there are no cars because I, I wouldn't be able to do it if there would be cars parked in the garage. So is it going to be like a whole new thing for you? Um, not the resin part itself, but laying up glass is definitely something I haven't done before. Well, or are only you, are you really even going to tell batches. us what kind of project it is, or just going to be a douchebag and talk around <laughs> I'm it for I'm a completely going to be a douchebag about it. <laughs> well, we expect nothing less, but I gave it a chance anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, and I received, of course, as um as to, to end the whole thing. I, of course, I received more spoilers for Harry Potter. Yeah, of course yes. it is. There were there were people writing me. So so we just caught up with the podcast. I think we're a little bit late to the party, but I'm pretty sure you didn't know that. And then there's some more fun facts. I just like, to all those people, thank you. That's, that's thank you. That, You're the best. And that's why I said I hate freaking Snape's. <laughs> and, yeah, and I'm dead serious about it. Padumts. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Ah. Yeah. So now that that was my week, and now I'm back. <laughs> Can we go back to the to the moment where I tried to do a segue? No. Yes, please. No. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> no. Go on. Go on. 
want to hit. No, I, I was asking you, like, is, is this going to be a new thing for him? And he said, oh, he didn't want to talk about the... it. Oh, okay. Sorry. See, that, this is how good <laughs> I'm getting. You have to nice. craft. You, <laughs> nice. you have to, what, what, um, how do you call it? You have to beat the iron while it's hot. Is that a saying there? Or when you get the opportunity. I've heard rumors about it. When, when you get the opportunity to get something new, you have to follow it. <laughs> now you can do your segue. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, I guess then. Um, part part of the reason why we wanted Garderon is like all of your channel seems to be like just doing new, seemingly random things and figuring out how to do them. It, would you say that's fairly correct? Yeah, yeah, because that's sure. the impression I got. Absolutely. It's like, yeah, you have been doing a lot of metalworking things, but aside from that, there's there's not really much of a correlation between sort of what you're doing it's just like oh this is fun this is cool i want to try this like like when you uh, recycled all of the gold ultra electronics like that was that was a really good video i've never seen anyone try to do that uh and, and like i knew it was possible but also seeing like oh yeah you get this yeah. little bit <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's true like uh, whatever i feel like is interesting uh that's the main the main part then i can try i can try and make it more or less. <laughs> so, so maybe maybe you could start with just how do you generally speaking go about researching and learning to do something that you know nothing about? Do you, do you have like some kind of trick? I don't know. Like, of course, YouTube. Uh, YouTube is YouTube. You can find yeah, anything yeah. <laughs> you want. If you want to learn something, you can do it on YouTube. So, uh, I mean, if it's something specific and uh, I want to say complicated, unquote, uh, like gold recycling, then yes, uh, you have to do research. Also, there are chemicals involved. Uh, so for that kind of project, it's better to do some <laughs> deep research. Uh, but for other things, mm, I, I feel like trying uh, is the best way to go. To experiment with new thing and it's not a secret i mean every, everybody does it but yes if i have to say uh i either look on youtube or google or i try asking about that we said about trying how much time do you give yourself for that because you pump out a video every single week also with a voiceover with like you you're like a completely automated machine when it comes to your videos and you never drop a beat unless you <laughs> specifically say no i'm gonna go on vacation for x amount of weeks or you get the idea of getting yourself a power hammer which of course cannot be done mm -hmm. in one week but mainly um say like how do you find the time do you make yourself like a complete schedule like how do you go about that whole process and fitting stuff like that and also giving you the room to try new stuff if i want to try something i just uh pick a project video that fits uh, what i wanted to try and i make the video it's like i'm not an expert in anything i do pretty much so i don't mind uh, making a project and making a video even though i don't know everything about what i'm about to make or to try so i don't really have time like set times in the week to just experiment. I wish I did, but it's just a week is a week, uh, more or less. So I don't really do that. If I want to try something, I just do it. I record myself and the worst mm -hmm. thing can happen. I just don't publish a video, not the end of the world. 
It's amazing, which probably didn't happen within right. <laughs> the last year. But yeah, that's interesting to hear that you're just going for it and you're doing it into a project because there's always that. Um, I, I think we had it a couple of times what Duresta said. It's like to, to get something good, you have to do it like five times. And a lot of people that are, and there's something I'm often getting hung out. When I do a video about certain stuff with the like resin cast, there's been like five or six tries I did before that off camera to get the ratio right, to see how everything reacts. And which was probably a good thing because I almost burned down my workshop the first couple of times <laughs> because I <laughs> poured, poured too high of a layer in resin. <laughs> so the Rookie whole mistake. thing started bubbling and smoking. So yeah, like if I would have caught that on camera, that would have been, yeah, n n not the best thing. Or the best thing. No, I don't want my insurance company. So, so how did it happen that your house burned down? Well, I have it on camera. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair point, fair point. Uh, I think you need a special stupidity insurance in that case. No, uh, I started with going having a fire extinguisher in my workshop. Uh, that helps, uh, yeah. that helps. But it turns out steel burns really hot. Apparently, yes. Yeah. That's what I've yeah, been so, told. So I've been told. Yeah. <laughs> There's something I wanted to ask you, Gator, because um, you said that you've been doing making videos for YouTube for a few years now, probably five, six. I, I don't know exactly, but um, what I know is that since I've started making videos for YouTube or watching YouTube, you've always been there. So I, I've, um, it's probably be five or six years. Um, and as Jan said, you are publishing uh, probably one video a week for you've been doing that for, for a long time now. Um, do, do you feel like publishing a video, having this kind of schedule, this kind of regularity is a skill that you already had when you started or is it something that you've learned along the way, something that was hard to acquire or was it kind of a discipline that you was easy for you to to apply to your work? Well, uh, you get into the habit of uh, working on a weekly schedule, for sure. So mm -hmm. at the beginning, uh, with anything you, you do that is new to you, it's going to be hard. Mm -hmm. uh, to be honest, back when I started like five, six years ago, uh, not all my projects were big. So maybe I was able to do a video in a two, three days from start to finish. So I would say for the first years that helped a lot to keep the weekly schedule and regular uploads. Mm -hmm. And instead now I am more toward the idea that if project I feel like is too small or not interesting enough, I rather skip one week and wait work on something big. But to go back on your questions, I don't really know if it's a skill or not, uh, it's a lot of work. Uh, if you, if it's something you really like and you enjoy the entire process from working to the project to editing, social media, if you like all of it, uh, it's doable. Mm -hmm. Second question that I have uh, before I ask you, Jan um, uh, and, and was, uh, what was the most challenging project that you've done so far? What was the one that was the hardest for you all took the most time, the long, longer, um, longest, longest? The longest has been the Bridgeport restoration, I'm pretty sure, uh, mm -hmm. because it's just a very big machine. 
Yeah. That, that's a massive Yeah, that was yeah. long, just long, many hours of work just for the size of the machine. So for time, that one for, for sure. But on the other hand, uh, it's not that complicated, I would say. Uh, Is there a specific project that was like kind of very painful when you think about it still today? It was like, oh, damn, I wouldn't do that again for all the gold in the world because it was ah, just a pain. I, I have that feeling with projects that went uh, wrong and that I had to restart yeah. over. Uh, maybe a couple of years back, I did a big hammer in aluminum. And that has been oh, a yeah. pain yeah. because uh, it went wrong the casting process a couple of times. So yeah, yeah, I have that feeling for that. that kind of project. Uh, but no, nothing else. I, I think. Yeah, and what about you? Do you have do, I, do do you think that this regularity in publishing videos, but not only, also keeping to a schedule, is kind of a skill that you have acquired that you are still looking to acquire? I am so far away from acquiring skill like that. <laughs> You're talking to the guy that last video was released like what five months ago, <laughs> and that is now working on five parallel ones by saying like I'm only gonna do one after another. Now I'm working on five or six again. No, yeah. no. Um, it enough. is. I know because um, I treat it as a hobby. Like I allow myself to do that because I treat it as, as a strict hobby. Um, I, if I would go as a business about it, I would have to schedule myself without a question. Like there, there's no question about it. Um, no, this is not a skill that I earn, but like I said, I love to get lost over the details. I love to try new stuff. This is like one of the most important things like being pulling resin, doing electronic work. Um, now that with the laying glass is going to be something that is going to be a little mechanical construction. And um, I might be able to tell more about that project. I might spill the beans next week, but it's a little bit too early about it. And um, also, I start dabbling with new technology, of course. Um, like I said, I've, I've just started uh, fiddling around with stop motion, which is absolutely fascinating. The progress of filming stop motion and also the, the modeling that goes with it. So this is just immense fun and something I'm... But I already watched... 30 40 videos i'm not going about it but just oh it's just gonna try it no i'm just diving in deep i'm just going down the rabbit hole i'm soaking everything up because i still well till a couple of days ago i was still missing parts to actually start working on the video so i kind of as a gateway drug i just you watch the movies about it or learned as much about um, how to place models, how you can cut out different wires out of the movie to get like special effects, stuff like that, just the theory behind it. Now I'm really looking forward to actually trying it because there's been project where I want to acquire a new skill and I read into it and I read into it too deep and then I kind of like, I figure out how to do it and I lose interest yeah. without even doing the project. And I have stuff, half of the stuff already laying around, but because I now understand how it works and that magic is gone from, oh, I wonder how they did it. I suddenly realized that I was interested in how it works, but I wasn't really interested in the project itself or doing yeah. the project. And then I also have to be honest about it, not do it, but I don't even feel like doing it. Yeah. Do, you, do you often end up with researching a project and realizing that it's something you actually don't want to do at all? Yes. Happened quite a few times. Because you realize how 
big of an undertaking, how massive of a project it actually is, or how complicated, or because you actually uh, just it's about a fifty-fifty mix. Like um, there's, I think, there's only been one project where it's really been over my head because just the amount of work and certain tools you need to do the process, which is too expensive and not, um, I. How do you call it? I couldn't bring myself to spend that kind of money on a simple project where I knew I would only produce one or make one of those. Um, then you have so um, the other ones. There's been a couple of other ones where I lost just the interest after understanding how it works. I lost interest in it. And then there's a couple of them which I didn't follow through. I'm not even sure. Just something about it rubbed me the wrong way. There's a certain step involved in it that I just did not like doing or didn't feel like it. And this is how I can the whole project. Or what also happened is I figured out a way to achieve the same outcome with a lot less work. And I would knew even if it would be fun, if I would make a video about it, people would like, yeah, but you can do that this way so much easier. I would get like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to do that. <laughs> Yeah. What about your eyes? Which part? <clears throat> do, 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 do both? Uh, do, do you think that that um, regularity in your in your work is is uh, or being organized is a skill that you have acquired or still looking to acquire, or that's something that can be worked out uh, with time? And same thing. Do you have a same question that you asked to Jan? Do you have a, a project that you just do some research about and and then let go because it was not your thing? In the end, um, first question first, so to speak. Uh, I don't feel as organized as I should be, or as I think I should be. Yeah. Damn, you're the most organized guys that I that I know on on uh, planet Earth, <laughs> and you still well, want to improve that. I I don't I don't have hangups about the things I do right. I have hangups about the things I do wrong. Yeah. Sure. So, like, the moments where I think, oh, right, I should send that customer an email, and then I forget about it for another three days, and they send me an email, that's a failure on my part. And that, that like, I've learned that happens every single time. Every single time I realize, oh, I should send them an email and give them an update, I should do it right that moment, because chances are they feel the exact same thing, but they are also have handed or want to hand me their money, so they are slightly more invested in knowing exactly what to, like they i'm the one who needs to prove something to them so they are feeling more like they need to check up on me but if i'm the one giving them information first then that conversation is a lot easier yeah sure uh, and when it comes to like projects i want to do it's like well i don't have a fear of trying anything but i have a bit of a hang-up of trying to do something knowing that I don't know enough about it. And that's, I mean, it, that's very much in my head of, oh, I should, uh, or I think I know too little about it, or I think like there's a big open pit of knowledge that I know nothing about. And then uh, doing some research, I realized that, oh no, it's it's not a bottomless pit, it's a, it's a frying pan. That's a stupid metaphor, <laughs> sorry. Uh, <laughs> But I think you know what I mean. Like, like I, I, I realized I don't know anything about what's going on here. But as soon as I research, research it, often it's like, oh, but there's like nothing to worry about. Yeah. But I really stop every single time I found that pit, so to speak. Mm. Um, and then it's more like, oh, I have 
10,000 other things I would like to do, I just do something else and it's I get back to it or not at some point. I mean, I have I have projects in my Notion system that are years old at this point. They've just been there and that's moved from month to month because, oh, I didn't have time to do the research I wanted to do or I didn't have time to look more into it or, yeah. And do, do you all do uh, research after starting starting a project or do you sometimes just wing it because you just want to do that kind of stuff so it's just ah i'm i'm just gonna give it a try well if i have the illusion of knowing what i'm doing yeah uh then i then i don't have any hang-ups then i just go on and try yeah. uh and then i realize that oh shit i didn't know anything uh even if <laughs> so that's I, something that you've never done before or materials that you've never worked before it's it's that danny kruger effect it's yeah. like, how much do you actually know and how much do you think you know? If you're on top of the peak of stupidity there, like then you don't know what you don't know. So you think you know everything and you just go and try it. And sometimes you don't encounter a problem because you just knew exactly the right things. Not a lot, but the right things. Yeah, and sometimes you die because you didn't know enough. Well, if, if, you, if you play with fireworks, then maybe get out of the peak of stupidity thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did that answer yeah, anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Cool. I, I had a other question about that. The <clears throat> talking about the well, we're talking about skills and how we use them, but mainly right now for our videos. Are there any other skills or like concentrating on the video part that have you guys ever found out or found other skills that you really like that you actually love doing but were not able to put into your videos because it's too far off from everything? Because this is an issue I had. I take, for example, the uh, model painting. There's certain amounts where I try to combine them, like when I did the bottle stopper and I took the um, Warhammer miniature and I poured it in resin for it. And um, I see also a lot of people where the from painting to actually making or not, uh, I think, I guess both is making, but from the normal handiwork to the painting where it, kind of crosses over for example book nooks where they use figures or almost like diorama styles to like giving them a usable excuse why they're making it but it's really hard to find either it's been done or it's really hard to find those to combine those two because it's been something i've been doing a lot lately um painting miniatures again but i they're gonna go up on a second channel because i will not be able to find enough projects to take them and put them into um my normal nerd inventor videos they're just too far away from all of that other stuff that, that's at least how i feel about it i think you're right because that's something i'm i'm, I'm often thinking about um i mean there there's a lot of stuff that i would like to do try or show in my videos but doesn't fit my channel uh, when I start when I started making YouTube videos, I wanted to be a kind of jack of all trade and and doing ev everything and anything, just a project mm. that I was interested in. Um, but with time, I've been more um, noticed by uh, viewers and 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 other makers in the community because of my laser work. So I, I believe that it it kind of. Um, made me go into specialization for for uh, that kind of video laser work video and and maybe some blades or whatever um but um there, there's there's the videos that people need to have access to 
for example, uh, when I did my uh, car repairs for the past month, uh, I was super happy to find on YouTube a few videos that I, we usually super badly produced because you have to put the camera under the thing with no light so and the camera is turning in order to show the little part that you need to show the so it's it, it's hard to to see and to produce and to make but it's very useful when you need that information about what you need to change in the car and for for it to work so that's the useful videos and there is the entertainment and and nice to watch videos like tutorials or maker videos I, and and all the skills that you have in outside of the kind of specialization that you have on your channel it's hard to show because i mean you could show uh, plumbing electricity wiring or car repairs on your channel but it wouldn't fit the theme or the atmosphere that you you would like to show i i'm sure that we all have um a lot of other skills that wouldn't fit the challenge. I don't, I'm, I'm sure that Gather could could show us and teach us a lot of different things, but I don't know about what. But I see behind him miniatures and Legos um, that I love. Um, but that's not that would not fit the channel that he has, and that that's not what why people are, have subscribed to his channel. So I believe we have all have different set of different skills that can't be shown on videos because that, as you said, Jan, just doesn't feel right to just show that kind of stuff. I mean, I'm not going to start speaking Japanese in the middle of my videos just just because I can. It, it, it would make no sense. See? I mean, if you want to introduce haiku or something, yeah, I'm not. I'm not great with haiku. <laughs> that's that's not something I'm. I'm. I'm super good at. Uh, I don't enjoy them that much. But anime, anime, anime dialogues. Why not? Kudamare. <laughs> I I wouldn't even have an issue with like painting a miniature on my channel if it would be once. But it's something I want to do more often and different mm -hmm. techniques I want to learn in that. And that's where the issues start, like throwing in every two or three weeks. Or like two or three videos, not not we not that's don't even start with weeks, but <laughs> with <laughs> videos like every two or three videos, like throwing in a miniature painting video, that would be awkward. There's people that can pull it off. Mm. The yeah, craftsman, sure. for example, which is now going fully in creating his own plastic models, he he kind of finds the balance. Um, L, from the beginning, he's been doing crazy projects, and he's even cooking in his shack. So he, there there is certain channels that can pull it off. I just don't feel, because it's not a single use thing, because I already used it for that um, resin project. And I might can pull it off with another project in the future, but not in a constant basis. This is where the issue starts. I'm curious, Gather, yeah. how you look at all this. Uh, sort of, in the sense, are the projects that you do knowing that you can't put them on the YouTube channel, even though you wish you could, or the things you just do for your your own sake? Yeah, well, more than projects per se, like hobbies, uh, like like Jan yeah. know very well, I am into miniature painting big time, um, models, uh, Legos, all that stuff. I love it, always done it. I also tried to make it into a project video uh, years back. Uh, with 
like 3D printing uh, figures and then painting them. But as you say, I 100% agree. Uh, your your channel, your content it is shaped in one way. Then it's going to be hard. Like, and also uh, I've heard you guys talked about uh, this kind of ideas. But you need to have hobbies besides your work when your work is also your hobbies. Wait, you do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? Damn. <laughs> you don't have to. No. I mean, <laughs> but I heard you say something on those lines, and I very much agree. Uh, yeah. If I start to take miniatures into videos, then it's just going to become a little bit more work, and I think I would lose some of the enjoyment that I take out from the hobby. Yeah. See what what you just said is is, is very useful to me. Uh, so just thank you for that because um, so far everything that I I've, I've wanted to do all the projects that I wanted to do I, I was feeling kind of guilty not turning them into a video. And what you just said and and even though we talked about that having a hobby beside work make me realize just now that. Even if I want to try something, I don't have to try it on camera and to turn it into a project and to put it on my channel, YouTube channel because it can also be the hobby part of my life and not the work part of my life. So I've, I've risen, I have all kind of materials that I have bought in order to, to make a diorama, for example, because I want to try it for a long time because I have seen videos on YouTube that were just amazing. So I'm, I'm, I was like, mm, I'm, I'm going to try that one day. But that doesn't have to be to be turned into a, a YouTube video to make views or whatever, because it can just be for fun and can just be hobby. Um, and a new skill doesn't have to be employed or used um, in your job all the time. You, you, we all have skills that, I mean, sports, for example, is not something that you use for work unless you are a professional uh, player of any kind. I mean, we when you go hiking, play football, doesn't help you in the forge or uh, when you, when you go to work at the office. Dancing does. So, in the forge, it helps a lot. Especially, <laughs> I drop something hot. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, in that case, yeah, 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 yeah. sure. Uh, w- one question I have uh, uh, for you guys again, and and um, it, it just occurred to me: when you are working on getting a new skill, does it? Uh, what drives you? Is it the necessity? Is it the fun to, or it just the satisfaction to learn something new, or a combination of all that, or something else? Revenge. Revenge. But what? <laughs> <laughs> Life. Yes. No. It, uh, sort of. No. It's it's really fun. Sort of. Uh, I don't have this often, but like, if you ever had so, so, the conversation with someone saying like, "Oh, you can't do that," or "You shouldn't do that," and I go, "Why not?" And then just go and do it and try it and see. <laughs> see, this works. This is fine. <laughs> I mean, uh, we have something in French. We have the, the, the expression "esprit de contradiction." So it's con- contradiction spirit. You want to do the opposite of what people yeah, yeah. tell you that you can do. Yeah, mine is very strong as well. So <laughs> when people tell me, be, "No, be, you, you shouldn't do that." Yeah, being it's a rebel. being a rebel. So, somehow, you shouldn't do that. Yeah. It's dangerous. Yeah, watch me. 
I can't stand people who say, you shouldn't do that or you can't do that. Why? It's not because you don't have the skill to do it that you can't do something because you can learn. The only drive that you need is the will to just succeed. And Jan, we were talking about Al the other day. I mean, he's the guy that made a full set of steel armor from full metal no, aluminium. Yeah. <laughs> aluminium or steel. Oh, it doesn't matter. It was metal. It wasn't aluminium. steel, damn it. I know my metals. <laughs> okay, it was aluminium. Really? Was it aluminium or was it aluminum? No, it's aluminium because he's <laughs> out. Come on. Oh, oh, here yeah. we go with politics again. <laughs> no, no. Al's hack shack, aluminium. It makes sense in this sense. Yeah, but he's, oh, plus he's in the UK. He's not in the US. I, oh, so I never remember which one is which in anyway. <laughs> the the, the oh, one ooh, pronounced ooh, ooh, correctly ooh. Is, is in the UK. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so. he's done that. He's done that. Mm-hmm. He had no need to do that beside of the, just the fun uh, of of making it and it took him a long time and it required a lot of skills like making the model making the plants to his size yeah. so he could <laughs> wear it and it was a a, a big project um and and I, I don't remember what I, what I was talking about Al, <laughs> because because no, you, you can learn things that's a, i think that was very very good yeah you can learn things it was I, I mean when people tell you you shouldn't do that because it's going to take you so much time. It's going to cost you money. It's going to, uh, and you can buy one. That's, that's the thing I get the most. Why, why, why bother? You can buy one in the store for the same price of the material or something. Yeah. But I learned something along the way. I have the satisfaction of making my own and, and making it, making it as I want to like the gas forge, no need, no need to build my own gas forge. I could buy one. It would could probably could have cost me the same amount of money, but I have the one that I wanted to make, how I wanted it to be done for the use that I have for it, um, and the satisfaction of of learning all the process and all the different skills that it required to to make the project. Um, I mean, it's that's that's the that's the thing. That's the priceless thing in the end. So yeah, yeah, just as all. I don't know. In that in that case, for me, it's like a 50-50, what you said about um, as a necessity or as something. Sometimes I learn a new skill for a project that I want to do. And sometimes I pick a project because of a new skill I want to learn. It always depends on what I'm interested in at that moment. There's something, sometimes there's something I want to make and then I'm just going to research the best way to do it. And if there's a new skill that I need to learn to do it, then I will do it. And sometimes there's just, what would be a good example? The copper plated Game Boy. That was because of the skill. I wanted to learn copper plating. And then I just combined it with... A Game Boy. I don't know. I don't even know why I thought about a Game Boy at the moment. I just thought, I probably found the old Game Boy and I thought, like, yes, this one. <laughs> yeah. And like, will it still work afterwards? And how do I go about it? And that's then I had to relearn some of the skills and do some other stuff different because I couldn't play the whole thing because of the circuit boards but only like one side of them so I need to to play around with the um, with the material and also with the um, graphite and everything to get that stick to just one surface and so there's there's a whole bunch of stuff that was involved in that so this was just because I wanted to learn copper plating and then there's other stuff where I wanted to make 
like private projects where I wanted to make like a clock or something like that. And then I had to go a little bit into Arduino. And then I had to learn that skill because I wanted, because of the project I wanted to make, not because of the skill. Like I, I used to work as an electronic technician and with circuit boards and a little bit of programming. And I never really much enjoyed that, that part of it. So this is really just learning the skill because I need it for something else. But what about you, Gela? Is it is it for fun? Is it uh, by necessity? Is it something else? Yeah, like Ian said, uh, there are some things that you want to learn to make other things. Uh, the main thing that come to mind is 3D printing. Mm -hmm. Like, if you want to 3D print something, there is quite a good amount of things to learn, especially on the hardware si uh, side and also uh, the slicing software. Like you have to learn all those things and i know there are people that enjoy like modifying the 3d printer and make it work as best as it as it can do uh to me is more like i want to learn because i want access to 3d printing or like ian said i also did a project only to learn plating i did nickel plating not copper plating yeah. but I feel the exact same as you did. I just picked a project that could have involved uh, plating and I went with it. I researched about uh, nickel plating and I did it only for the process. And I now realize that both 3D printing and nickel plating is only for the process. So on the other side, uh, if it is something that I just, I'm interested in and then I want to do it, then I think is- uh, Wasn't it bracing for you? That was something I think you did for the CNC, right? Bracing. Yeah. Where you uh, took the bracing rod and you heated up like the material. I think you did that basically to repair something. Or did you say, oh, I want to do bracing and I'm that's why I'm learning that skill. But I think that was more for like repairing the stuff that you actually picked. Yeah, yeah. The first time I did bracing was pretty much a project to use the bracing rod that I okay. bought. And then after after that project, I happened to use it more because for materials like cast mm -hmm. iron, uh, small repairs, that's the way to go. So yeah, once again, yeah, for the skill, the skill, mm -hmm. yeah. But I feel the the enjoyment or the drive, the interest to make something is enough uh, to make you do want you, to learn something. Do you new. have something on the horizon that you really want to learn? Sort of. What's the next big challenge out there? The next skill? Yeah. The next skill? That you, yeah. The next skill, yes. Uh, yeah, you're still missing a couple of printing presses, right? I, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> mm. uh, there is, um, how do you call it? Oh. Milling, CNC mm -hmm. milling. I recently got the CNC, CNC cool. router. Mm -hmm. And I know a good amount about fusion, but I have so much to learn about <laughs> path and toolpath and G-code yeah. and all that stuff. So mm -hmm. that is definitely a skill that I want to yeah, learn. Yeah, CAM can be a bitch. CAM, yes. <laughs> yeah. Right, what's yours? The next skill? Everything. Uh, no, I mean, like there's a few things I want to learn how to do fairly soon. Uh, like actually learn how to use a power hammer. I've I've used a power hammer three times in my life. I don't really know what I'm doing. 
And I don't know, I need to learn how to step on the thing so it goes squish. I, I need to learn, like, actually the finer techniques and how to utilize this, utilize it efficiently. How to make good tooling for a power hammer. Sort of that production side of it. Uh, but also, like, I know... You, you also... You also hold the hot metal piece in your hand and don't like stick it between your legs to hold it with a power hammer. Yes. Uh, good thing you said that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but I also know that I actually don't know how to weld. I would really, really like to know how to learn how to weld proper. Uh, also, TIG, learn mm -hmm. how to operate like uh, a mill and a lathe properly. Mm -hmm. um, and like... Even there, that's like a couple of months of good education if I want to delve into it. Yeah, it doesn't really that much if you just want to use a laser or to or to weld, but to do it properly, to do it without risking your life yeah. or breaking the tool or just having a good finish and everything. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's a job. I, I want I to mean, build up a toolkit of skills that I can use lights, utilize well for the rest of my life. And that means more than spending five minutes on YouTube. That means probably spending five weeks focusing on a skill. And I would very much like to have to get the opportunity and do that. Um, of course, that's tricky when you need to run a business as well as earn a living and then learning new skills and all of those things. Uh, so it's, it's time management, but it's, uh, it's like what, um, uh, Trent Pretzel wrote in his book Little and Often. It doesn't matter. My goal isn't isn't to learn everything now. My goal is to have these skills for the rest of my life. So like, I don't have a use for them right now. But the more I learn about it, the more I can use them. So it it will just compound on itself if I just focus on it. If I next time I meet a friend of mine who knows how to weld, we can spend 10 minutes and he can just show me a couple of tricks and I go, oh, cool. That's a new thing. I will keep using that. And if I do that once a month, then suddenly in a couple of years, I actually have learned a fair amount. But it's... And also... Yeah, sorry, go on. Yeah. No, it's a nice nice skill. I just, I don't want to go too, too deep into welding, but it is a lot of fun. And the different kinds of welding also, they vary so much from like skill. I, they, when people think about welding, they think about welding as one skill. Every kind of welding has its complete yeah. unique technique. Being with the acetylene torch, being with the MIG, being with the TIG welder. Um, I, I personally, I, lo I love for just gluing metal together, stick mm -hmm. welder. It's it's so easy. It's really just cranking up. If you're welding holes into it, you just have too much power. <laughs> but it's really just that one power regulator and you have your different diodes. And the diodes even say on the package for which kind of like size steel it is. So it is really easy to work with that stuff. But when it comes to more making it look nice, grinding down, make it look like nothing ever yeah. happened to the piece of metal, then you want to, of course, cho choose a different method. But it is a lot of fun, yeah. What's yours, Jan? Next skill, the next thing that you want to learn? The next thing, actually, I am in the process of learning at the moment. Uh, one is stop motion, because this is one, and I want to use it. This is something I doesn't matter if people like it or not, that I'm definitely going to use more in upcoming videos. Um, and just being for moving stuff around. Sometimes on a workbench, like going away and having stuff move by itself. I just love everything like, about uh, the stuff. Frank motion. Howard does a lot of that. He used to be an animator, I believe. 
So you should, okay, I, I'll, I, I I'll, I'll send know. it as an link, but know. he does a lot of these things where <clears throat> uh, the scenes he has done is cut, and then all of the parts he cut, they just walk out of the plywood or whatever it is and just wanders off the screen and then into where they're supposed to be going and all of that. Yeah, yeah, some something like that. Mm -hmm. I love that. Just the the little um, else when when you like leave the workshop, you switch the light off and stuff yeah, starts yeah. moving by itself. This is just one of the returning ideas I have in my head. This, that would be something. And the other thing is, I am running Fusion three hundred and sixty at the moment. I finally started. I drew up my first couple of parts, and one of the biggest reasons for that being, um, I have my um, resin three D printer down the Saturn. Mm -hmm. And I cannot wait to just for projects, not just for, well, for one, the miniature painting, the printing the miniatures, but don't really need fusion for that. The other thing is just for parts. Like I can, if I need something, I can design the part in fusion, draw it up, throw it out, support it in the slicer and just print it. And having that possibility, like on a weekend at home when every shop is closed, making a couple of hinges or something else, it's just, I love the idea or a gear with the right size, or just a bracket, a holding bracket for something. Just the, the, the possibilities are endless. Well, or the size, the, the possibilities are the possibility of how wide your printing blade is. <laughs> but, even then, you, yeah, you could you, stick you could bits together, you could keyhole things and all of that. Exactly. Yeah. That would be mine. Should we, should we... Are, are we done with the topic? Should we go focuses or did you have yeah, any last probably. question thingies? Gather any last deep wisdom from the far south? <laughs> no, not really. Uh, did we ask Red uh, what is the next steel skill? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sorry. I was just thinking about that. <laughs> Thank you again for asking that. I was just like, oh, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'm the idiot on the show. We all know that. No, I, it's, it's going to be just like Geta. It, it's going to be um, um, CAD because I'm, I'm going to get this very small CNC machine very soon. Uh, so I, I know a little bit about Fusion and how to model something, uh, but I have no idea how I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually use the tool in order to mill it into wood, brass or whatever I, I, I will be doing. So that's, that's the next big thing, I believe. Um, and the other day I was... I, I downloaded Blender in order to try modeling stuff. Um, like it's more sculpting than modeling uh, from my point of view because you can model with other software and, and with Blender you just start with some kind of, it looks like a ball of clay and you, you, you can just shape it as you want to make whatever you want. Um, so I've tried that and I'm really bad at it. I, I, I suck at sculpting. That's something I would really love to learn. Um, but yeah, first it's going to be probably CAD and, and CNC, how to operate a CNC and, and do part with them. So that's that's the next step for me. I, I, really, I really hope you will be able to mill steel or at least brass with the thing. I, uh, because I yeah. want to, I want to abuse your machine. Okay, sure. I th I think <laughs> brass will be will be a, a possibility. I'm not sure steel would would work with the small machine I'm getting. But why not? I I'll, I'll try I'll try anyway. So aluminium is basically just shiny wood, so that would work without any issues. <laughs> oh, yeah. But uh, I'm not sure about the copper brass stuff with those tiny CNC mills. 
That, we'll see. I will, I, I'll yeah. do some tests. It's, if it, I break, break it, the tip of the yeah, of, and it's it's thing, less the CNC itself, but the cutting tools. Yeah, sure. there's but huge differences in the quality of the cutting tools. I'm probably yeah. sure that I will break the four or fifth first ones that will get used because I will zero the machine incorrectly. So. I'm not too worried about that. <laughs> I, will, I will buy more and do more tests. Watch, me, I'm good. watch me seeing seeing out metal parts for my car. <laughs> Spare parts. <laughs> that would that would be nice to have that. I would I would have saved so, so much money for the past six months if I was able to. Anyway, what's your focuses of the week, guys? Gada, you want to start? Yes, sure. So, uh, I want to point my focus to a fellow Italian leather worker mm. and maker. Uh, the name of the channel is Ad Hearts. Uh, I will share the link because uh, spelling and... Yes, please. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, he's a leather worker and very much on the artistic side. Uh, he does videos, uh, talks in Italian, but we know that they're working is that they're working, has no language. So I think he's... Italian is just friendly French anyway. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Careful there. <laughs> so yes, he's very good. And he's most active on TikTok right now, as far as I know. Yeah. But he also has YouTube and I'm sure all the other social medias nice very cool very cool did, did, could you send me the link here now because i really yeah, want sure. to see oh that's really cool yeah, I will not click it or else it's going to overlap the video. <laughs> yeah. You don't get to watch it. We can. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it's, it's no, if Rasmus doesn't put it in Notion, it's going to kill him. So it's going to be in there after the show. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'll, 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 I'll post the link right away. Oh, he made the that's, Eden Blade? That's, a lot of... that's really cool. I'm going to watch that. Subscribe. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of interesting things here. New ideas on where to find them. Oh, that looks cool. Click. <laughs> uh, you want to go? Sure. Um, mine is actually a game because it is absolutely stupid fun. I told Rasmus before the show started. Um, it's called Vampire Survivors. And it's some new indie game. I'm not sure if that hype has been going on for some time now or I just missed it. But it's like one of those, I think it's Steam, like a $3 or three euro game and it is just stupid fun that game you basically just you have different characters you unlock um with certain level how, how long you survive and you get just hordes of enemies coming at you and you just pick up different weapons and on a like top-down view the what makes it so fun is um the weapons can be combined, upgraded, and you don't point and shoot. They basically randomly shoot around. So all you do is circle around enemies and trying to get away from them. 
doesn't sound like much, but it's just one of those games where it's like, yeah, okay, the, the graphics are nothing to write home about, every, but it's just stupid fun. It's just something of them, oh yeah, let me try that, and like four hours later, you're like, oh, <laughs> where did that time of my life go? I mean, that's a, a game has to be fun, and that's it. And one round takes a maximum of half an hour. Like, it's done after half an hour, so there's no end to the level or anything. You just run around in, in circles, and at 30 minutes, um, well, I'm not going to spoil it. But uh, the timer ends at 30. The sun comes up, is that it? In a, in a game called Dracula Survivor? Nah. Or Vampire Survivor? Nah. <laughs> no, give it a chance. Uh, the link's going to be in the description, and just take a look at it. Yeah. I mean, it, it was three bucks on Steam or something. The last time I checked, I hope they didn't change the price. Yeah, no, that's that. I mean, I, I get it in no case, but it's that's what it looks like. Yeah, yeah you can do. Which, which I realize it's not the common way of saying it. Like, uh, sorry, uh, I grew up with a dad who worked in international banking. <laughs> so like and when you'd work especially inside of Scandinavia like Denmark Sweden and Norway we all use crowns mm -hmm. that's the name of our coins but you have Swedish crowns and your Danish crowns and Norwegian crowns so Norwegian crowns are nokis because they are written in nokis yeah. uh, and the other ones are sokis sulkis i think because they are swedish and they don't like people i don't know <laughs> uh, sorry yeah i i just have a tendency of just saying nokis for for that reason um but yeah. Strange money with holes in the middle, right? Uh, some of them. I think the Danish one have it. Yeah, no, uh, the Norwegian one and five have a hole in the okay. middle. Make great washers. <laughs> According to Justin White, they do. Oh, I didn't know that. No, it, well, no, no, he used them as bearings, actually. Oh. He made him. That, that, that's also actually a good video. Not my focus thing. Uh, but see, I said the right word. I nice. a cookie or something now. Nice. Um, but the show is not over, so <laughs> <laughs> stay focused. Oh uh, no! It, it, so uh, Justin Garage Avenger, he r recently made himself a sushi train yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And he used the, or he tried at least to use the crowns, uh, the one crown coins as um, bearings for the train to roll around and all. Oh, that can get a really expensive uh, sushi train pretty fast. It's a stupid thing. He just he just went to a local newspaper and then people sent him money. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Yeah, I'm not even going to comment on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Red? Uh, Your focus? Yeah, I have two. Um, so even though this show is not a, a movie podcast or a TV show podcast or whatever. Um, I want to talk about Brice Dallas Award, who is the director of the fifth episode of the Book of Boba Fett. You mean the Mandalorian? I mean the Mandalorian Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not going to say it's the episode that saved the show because the Book of Boba Fett was, was super fun. I enjoyed it from the first mm -hmm. episode. Uh, but the fifth one, damn, what a good job done with it. Um, so, yeah, just this it was uh, just a side note, but I really enjoy uh, what she did with that episode. 
And my actual focus this week is a fellow Italian uh, maker, uh, apparently, is called Ahan Richard on Instagram. Uh, it's Ahan Richard Swordsmith. So he's, he makes swords, uh, incredible work. Long, sharp, stubby things. Yeah, and it's just awesome. So we'll put the link... Um, where it needs to be put and Here, you can right now, click on it me. and <laughs> <laughs> so just a sec i'm gonna uh search for it but you uh are gonna see is is doing incredible work i really love it uh and he needs to be uh, to be known a little bit more i believe he has a fair amount of uh, followers on instagram because he has thirty thousand followers uh already um, but yeah. So, Garder, is that a lot? Hmm? What? <laughs> 30,000, Garder, is that a lot of subscribers? On Instagram? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay, on Instagram. Never mind. He's also doing YouTube videos, oh, nice. I believe. Uh, and and he's on Discord and he has a, a Facebook page and everything. He's, on, he's based in Rome. Rome? Rome? The, yeah. The place in Italy, <laughs> over there. Uh, <laughs> my, my, my transition is shit. No, Jamie is having lots of fun. Yeah, I, I believe he is. But at least Gator is not laughing at me. So that, that's, that's, why that's, we didn't, that's why we didn't mention him <laughs> when we were talking about Cat. CAD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Aaron Reichard Saltsmith on at least Instagram. He has wonderful, wonderful swords. Um, and yeah, I love swords. So, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm scrolling through here, and there's a lot of really good work. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not like Damascus things. It's just no really good, simple craftsmanship, and not yeah. simple in a bad sense. Simple in elegant. Yeah, that is nothing. Sur- uh, nothing extra. Nothing sur- Damn it, Jamie! Just just perfectly executed. Yeah, that that's the word. Let's let's go with that one. I think he's going for historically accurate um, replicas, uh, although they are real steel and stuff. That it's very close to what was used because there are a lot of drawings of knights and stuff looking like historical uh, drawing, which is they are probably not. Uh, But yeah. Great swords, great work. Uh, I I mm. really enjoy watching, uh, looking at what he's doing. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm no expert on anything really, but they they look proper historical yeah. to me. And there are which happier. I guess doesn't mean anything. No, no. But you're right. It. it I mean, it it looks like every. Uh, it looks like, like like what I've seen in all the museum that I've been to and all the research that I've done on this stuff. Because mm. one day I'll be able to to say maybe hopefully. Cool. Yeah. I mean, you have to forge for it, so you just need to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and sticking with the theme of being mad at Jamie, uh, and. That that man is an utter bastard, and I hate him. You mean but the wizard? Good games. The, wi- yes. the wizard bearded bastard. Dude, <laughs> yes, that's the one. Uh, he 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 
he showed me Frostpunk, and I bought Frostpunk, <laughs> Frostpunk because it was a, on a discount at Steam, and I've already played a lot of Frostpunk, and it's a bloody good it game. It gets caught at one point. I hate Jamie for it. <laughs> it hmm? gets caught at one point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I played this till half past two last night, and I forgot to feed the fire, uh, uh, like the, the thingy <laughs> there. So, I mean the game is simple enough kind of thing you build like a settlement and you need to prepare for a big storm and you need to survive the big storm and when the storm comes it drops to like negative 150 degrees story of your life basically yeah uh, because <laughs> as that storm rolled in the fire died out and i didn't notice so as it, the temperature in the game dropped and dropped and dropped it got colder and colder in here as well so i was thinking bloody hell i'm really feeling this game today <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, oh, it's it's lots of fun. Uh, I've, so it's called I've the Norwegian barely... simulation, right? Yes. Okay. So you have Skyrim if you're a pussy, and then you have this game. It's, okay. it's, <laughs> it's SimCity Norwegian edition. <laughs> yeah, basically, <laughs> basically. Uh, it's well, it's 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 steampunk esque. So that's why we call it Frostpunk because it's set in 1880s kind of thing. The hell, like it's frozen hell on Earth. Uh, you need to survive that kind of thing. Um, so it's sort of interesting set of technologies you find. It's all coal steam powered. There's a, a sequel that has been announced, but there's no release date, and it probably won't come out until 2023 or even later because pandemic and all that. Um, but yeah, Frostbank has been my most recent addiction. Cool. Anything else? Nope. That's it. Good. Gutter, where can people find you? I mean, everyone is already following you, but where can people find you? <laughs> Blackbeard projects everywhere. Any social. Nice and simple. Oh, I'm yeah. also going to have to throw that in, though, because um, he's way too humble when it comes to that. Your Patreon. You do voiceovers every week. You should make... <laughs> Come on, <laughs> tell, tell more people. No, no, no. Go, go on, come on. Leave it a prostitution never hurts anybody. <laughs> exactly. No, it's a, I'm, I'm saying it um, because I think they're great. Like, he does a voiceover for every single video. He explains every step he's doing. It's a ton of fun to watch him. You get a lot of, like, background information. Like, this is for me the reason why I'm actually not watching the normal videos anymore. <laughs> because I'm always waiting for the voiceover. Uh, Thanks, man. Too kind. Thank you. It's a ton of fun. Wait, am I not? I thought I'll, I'm, I don't have you on Patreon. I need to check now. Sorry. <laughs> or you can do that after we all said goodbye. Exactly. No, too late. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I'm just going to continue. You can find me under Nerd Inventor on the, the social media and yeah, or nerdinventor.com where it's basically just showing youtube and insta and you can find me at the red smith or red smith everywhere on youtube instagram uh the and, and yeah. th this is very confusing for me now because well you, you can find me at rasmus Lewin and lunsmeer.no and you can find the podcast at two-thirds focused on all of the things Woohoo! i think that works yeah <laughs> works in that in that dollar yeah yeah, that's thank you very much for coming along, Gardner. Yeah, thank you yeah, so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very thank much. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you. And bye-bye. Bye. 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 bye.